0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Book. Today, we are going to dive a little bit into the past. You guys know that the first chapter of every book is really hard to get into, and it makes it hard for you to really finish the book, but it's because that that first chapter really isn't about the story at all. It is the background of each individual character and It's so important, that first chapter, because you need to understand all of that in order to really get into the book and understand it as a whole. So that's what I'm kind of doing today with you, though. I want to take you back and explain my life up to this point and how I got here. And I'm just going to start from the very beginning. I was born in El Paso, Texas on May 23rd, get this, 2000. Yes, I'm a 2000s baby. You can pick your jaw off the floor. I get it all the time. Um, But although I was born in Texas, I wouldn't consider myself a Texan. And that's because when I was one, my family moved to Georgia. Now, from what I can remember, we all loved it there. We all made lifelong friendships. And there are some that we may not speak to for months at a time. But there's also some that we just really grew apart from and that's okay because each of us like every single person in my family we will always remember and just be grateful for the friends and family we made in georgia and if it's not obvious from the last sentence we didn't stay in georgia when i was six years old we moved to louisiana once we moved here and we were settled in my my dad promised my mom that we would no longer be moving around. He worked a lot. She didn't work that much and she was by herself with two kids under the age of 10. So it was really tough for her. We also have a lot of family here and it was where my mom was born. So it just kind of made sense for us to stay. Let's backtrack a little bit. When I was two, my parents put me in gymnastics and I had carried that with me to Louisiana. So now I'm at seven years old and I had just recently joined the competition team for gymnastics here. And y'all, I sucked like bad. I was easily, noticeably the worst gymnast on my team. And I knew that. It wasn't it wasn't like a shocker. But you know what they say, when you're at the bottom, the only place you can go is up. And my mom just wouldn't let me quit. So that was really the reason why. <laughs> Um, she always taught us, you know, that we can't give up. So I continued to practice for the next couple of years. And during these years, I also found a love for softball. So about two years went by and I had gotten pretty good at both sports. I made a travel softball team and I also made the regional gymnastics team and I placed fifth for my age group. And yes, that is awesome. I am not discouraging any of my accomplishments, any of my accomplishments but I do want to remind you that I was like 10 years old at this time. So it wasn't like Olympic gold medalist skills. Um, but yeah, with all of that being said, you can see that my middle school slash junior high years were filled with school and sports. I literally rode the bus from school to gym practice, then rushed from gym practice to the ball fields. This girl has mastered the art of changing from a sweaty leotard To some softball pants in the back seat of a car. And if you've ever played softball, we all know how tight those sliding shorts are, especially when you're sweaty. Um, But yeah, I continued with sports for about another three years, but what the next four years entailed may just be considered, I'm not even going to say considered, they absolutely were the worst four years of my life. And I'm not going to share those four years with you today because it is a lot of information and it is very detailed so I may actually make that a future episode of its own so be on the lookout for that but let's go ahead and fast forward to all the way to graduation I'm 17 going on 18 now I do have a boyfriend at this time but it wasn't anything serious seeming as we did break up and I haven't spoken to him since but now is when I start figuring out what I want to do with my life. And at 18, I started college. I also joined a sorority. So if any of my Sigma 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 sisters are out there listening, thank you so much. Um, I didn't stay long enough to make any lifelong friends, though, like, you know, the sorority life promises you. I had just realized that college, it wasn't my thing. What my thing was, was traveling. Traveling. I know the American dream, you know, don't go to college for a year and spend the life traveling the country or spend the year traveling the country. All of that, that was kind of like what my vibe was going on at the time. But I knew I always wanted to travel and I've had friends and family in the military and I was always seeing that they got to do that. So I made the decision to enlist in the Air Force. Yes, I know I was enlisting for all of the wrong reasons. I'm well aware of that, so just keep listening. It was about the third time I was at my recruiter's office, and one day I was leaving my recruiter's office when I got a text, or actually it was a notification, and it was from care.com. And if you don't know what that is, a brief explanation is it's really a nanny website where, you know, if you're a nanny, you can find a job, or if you are looking for a nanny, you can find one there. It's super safe. You... Everybody gets background checks, so it's safe for both sides. And no, that wasn't sponsored. I just really trust care.com, so take that with what you will, whatever the saying is. But anyways, I had gotten a notification from a family with three kids who are, get this, traveling. They asked me to be their traveling nanny. You cannot tell me that that was a coincidence because I, I just won't believe you. I just simply won't believe you. That is like absurd how all of that fell into the palm of my hand at that moment. But I went and met with this family and most people or most nannies probably would have laughed and walked out with how much they were offering to pay me, but I didn't. I took this as my chance to do what I love and make a little money on the side. I also absolutely fell in love with those kids and they loved me and it was just a great experience all around but I started traveling with them. We lived on an RV with six people traveling the country. Three of those people being under the age of eight years old. Crazy, right? And this is coming from a girl that doesn't even plan to have kids. (laughs) So yeah, it was insane. But I enjoyed every every minute of it. And I loved meeting the new people from all over. But there was one place in particular that really left an imprint on me. And it was from a really small town in Florida. I cannot for the life of me remember what the town was. But anyways, we had stayed at a campground there for about a month. And I grew to love the company I was surrounded with. It was the first place and group of people that ever really made me feel like I belonged with them. And I'm not talking about family aside from family because, I mean, I'm absolutely blessed with the family I was born into, but I'm talking about like me as an individual, making friends and finding my place. These people just made me feel wanted. And then we had to leave. And it was in that moment I realized emotionally that living on the road is not for me. I was constantly meeting amazing people and then I just had to leave them and I probably till this day won't ever see them again. So as sad as it was for me to leave this family that I felt like I had become a part of and y'all when I say sad I mean I sat there in front of this couple and bawled my eyes out telling them that I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave them but I just I just knew that my journey on the road it was over. So I'm 19 now, and I have been given a job opportunity in Texas for sales in the oil field. And I say oil field like that because I'm gonna give you, if you don't know me, a brief description is I am super girly, super sensitive. I mean, I'm talking like hot pink heels. I'm usually dressed up very fashionably. So whenever you say oil field and you put Tori next to it, it just doesn't I mean, I would laugh at myself if I saw that right now. It doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. But me being me, I said, heck yeah, let's do it. So that day I packed all my stuff and I drove 13 hours and I began working in the oil field. Guys, that took all of three months for me to realize, yeah, I was right. I probably shouldn't have done this. <laughs> so I moved back in with my parents. I came back home after three months and I, My parents said I can stay with them until I'm up on my feet. And it was then that, you know, I came back to Louisiana and I found a small job or a job at a small boutique is how I would word that. Um, A year goes by and I am 20 now. And I made the choice to go through real estate school. And that year I got my real estate license. Now, during this time, I was also doing Instacart. And Instacart is is an amazing way to make money. Again, this is not sponsored. These are just sites that I use that work for me. (laughs) It was doing so well, but then it just kind of died down in my area. And it just wasn't giving me anything. So I decided I was just going to go full time into real estate and give it my all. We all know the saying, though, you need money to make money. And it is very true. It's a very true saying. And I wasn't able to invest much of anything at all, really, in my first year of real estate. I made four sales that year. And yes, that's that's average for a first year real estate person. That's what everyone tells me. But I just know if I was able to invest, I could have done so much more. But having four sales in one year with no other job... That's just not financially stable at all. And I needed a new source of income. And of course, Instacart was not working for me anymore. So I picked up a small babysitting and organizing job once a week. It wasn't a lot, but it was better than nothing. And then an idea came to my head. An organizing business. I thought it was so unique and such a great idea. It was nothing I've ever heard of and I don't I didn't know or I, at the time I didn't know that there was anything like that in my area and that's when I researched and realized it's actually a very well-known business not just in my area but all over the world I could have face palmed in that moment but honestly it didn't stop me so I actually found an online college and I spent a couple of weeks taking classes and I got certified as a professional organizer. We're in the present day now. And I am 21 years old. I have a boyfriend who I am just absolutely obsessed with. If you know me, I never really stopped talking about him. So <laughs> I am also a licensed realtor in Louisiana. And I am the owner of Declutter Design, a professional organizing business. And if all of that wasn't enough... I've actually decided to create this podcast to let you hear all about what it's like and what I'm doing to accomplish my goals. So yeah, guys, you are kind of all caught up on my life up until right now, me sitting in this chair. That's that's really all I have to give you. if you are still listening, well, gosh, thank you so much for staying and listening to me talk. And yeah. So, I guess that's it for this for this week. And I will see you guys next Monday, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.